All right. Do we hey, have... buddy. Hey, Brent. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, how you doing, man? Okay, good. I'm good. Thank you. Thanks good. for being here. Um, we have a very quick uh, 30 minutes to chat, but um, you know, everybody, if you don't know Brent Gove, uh, Brent has been selling real estate for the past 24 years now, Brent. That's right. This might even be my 25th year. I can't keep track anymore. 25 years in real estate, guys. And Brent was uh, former number one at Remax, at Keller Williams. Uh, at one point, Brent, you sold 400 homes, right? In one year. And, yep. and now today, Brent I'm is- still uh, tired from that year too. <laughs> year two. <laughs> nice. Um, so Brent today uh, runs- an organization of 17,000 agents. And I'm honored to say that I am one of them. And Brent has become a big brother, uh, a mentor, the best business partner I can ever ask for. Um, so welcome, Brent. Hey, it's great to be here, John. Thank you. So what did you, um, what did you want me to cover today? Well, uh, go ahead. Yeah, well, you know, you're so successful. We want to know your journey, you know, from how you got started in real estate and, you know, how you got to today and what your plans are, you know, this year and what you're going to share with us three things to have us kick off 2021 the right way. Okay, I'll give you a little five minute story, then I'll give you some advice on how to really break through to have a really powerful, successful year. Um so I'll start with the, some of the advice first. Number one, everybody write this down. Failure. Failure. Key to success is failure. Mm. Most agents don't face plant in the mud. They don't swing the bat enough. They're too busy protecting their ego. They don't call enough expireds or FISBOs or do enough open houses or by referral only. They're not asking for the business. They're not, they're not networking, joining LATIP business groups, the Chamber of Commerce. They, they have no plan. And so number one, failure. Man, everybody's just so careful. You just, uh, Tony Robbins says this, if you're in your head, you're dead. In other words, I should do a, a podcast. How, long, how many times you said that one? 30 times over the past 10 years. Do you have a podcast? Nope. I should write a book. How long have you been saying that? Five years, two years, 20 years. Write the book. Do the podcast. Create a YouTube channel. I should do Facebook Lives every day for 30 minutes. Look at Johnny here. That's why he's successful. He's doing it. Um, key salient point number two besides failure is this. Act instantly without hesitation. Just when you hear something good, do it. I'll give you a tip right now. Harvard University is offering a negotiations class right now. Just Google it. It's all I'm going to tell you. Have some self-resourcefulness and you could be a certified negotiator by Harvard. Harvard educated. You won't have a degree from Harvard, like a four-year degree, but you'll be Harvard certified by the University of Harvard. If you go take, it's a 12-week class. It's $1,600. How do you think that would look on your listing presentations when you have the Harvard logo and say, I am a Harvard trained, Harvard certified negotiator? Best 1600 bucks you ever spent. Now, I, I just shared that with the group and I know people did it, but I within 20 minutes got a text from my number one agent on the Brinko team. While the meet was happening, she Googled it, signed up and registered and implemented. By the way, that was offered to a Keller Williams office about, they've been doing this course for like 12 years. 
And 12 years ago, it was offered to a guy named, uh, well, Keller Williams' office. There were about 250 agents in the San Jose, San Francisco Bay Area. And they, 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 they told the instructor from Harvard, hey, if you do this, I'll get you at least 50 uh, people to join. And uh, the franchise owner and only one person joined from that office. Mm. That gentleman's name is now the number one real estate agent in the world. I'm sure it was just a coincidence, you guys. I'm sure his name. Well, if I tell you his name, you know what he makes annually? $35 million in commission. What? The guys you watch on million dollar listing are a joke. He out earns them. There's this, they're, they're like little kids at a playground. He makes $35 million a year. His name, Google him, look him up, Ken DeLeon, D-E-L-E-O-N. Now on Ken's listing presentation, he adds value. What do you constantly hear every big trainer in the world? Add more value, add more value than anyone else in the marketplace. If you do river rafting guides, offer hot coffee when they get to the river, offer lunches on the river, wine and cheese. When they get done, give them hot towels to wipe off and give them a, a fresh towel, give them food for the road. Um, maybe, you know, give them videos of their trip. Add more value than all of the river rafting people. If you're a house cleaner, do the first job for free. So what? It's $150. Get your, there's so many things you could do to stand out. You know what Ken does in his listing presentation? Now, a lot of you with your limiting beliefs, you're going to go, oh, I can't do that. Well, Ken didn't start there either. But if you look at his listing presentation, because you want to emulate success, he's the number one guy in the world. He offers 25 hours of a licensed general contractor, not a handyman, to do anything you want to your home if you list with Ken. Wow. You want to go compete with him? 25 hours. Like, I can't afford that. Well, what can you afford? I could probably afford five hours of a handyman. Good. Start there. Because I promise you, Ken didn't start with 25 hours of a licensed general contractor. Anyways, come on, man. Don't tell me why you can't. Tell me why you can. If you can't, you must push through. What do you tell you? So everyone, me included, I just lost 60 pounds. It's hard to lose weight. I'm trying. I did Jenny Craig. Oh. I did Weight Watchers. You, you did that <laughs> stuff? Yep. I did boot camp. I've thrown up on the side of bleachers. I puked on the side of a track. I've done burpees till I couldn't walk, but I kept getting pizza and hamburgers. So when I finally, finally just bucked up and said no, by the way, that was my word for 2020. Pick a word for 2021. People pick adventure, enthusiasm, love, compassion, excitement, build. They pick a word for the year. My word for last year was no, because Brent had been saying yes to himself to the point where Brent had high blood pressure, mm. high sugar levels, on my way to becoming a diabetic, and I need to lose some serious weight. And I just ripped 60 pounds off. But guess oh. what? I quit being a victim and became a victor. Write that down. Key salient point number three. Stop being a victim. Be a victor. I'm not a victim. Oh, yes, you are. I, here's how it works. That Coldwell Banker agent, they stole my listing. Nobody stole your listing. That Remax agent stole my buyer. I've sold them four homes. I can't, how dare they steal my buyer? I broke with them for half. It, maybe you work at Century 21 or EXP or Berkshire Hathaway. You know what they say? Oh, I work at Berkshire Hathaway. And a fellow Berkshire Hathaway stole my listing. 
That's a victim mentality. Here's what you do. When you lose to a list somebody else in a listing presentation or your buyer buys with somebody else, ask them, hey, I'm so excited you found your dream home. I couldn't be happier for you. I really am. Because really, you need to learn to get there. But go, hey, this is how I make my living. What was it that Cobalt Banker agent did? Or that Berkshire Hathaway did? What was it they did that I didn't do that made you want to buy through them? And then listen, don't argue with them. Well, you were late to two appointments. Mm. And you're thinking, I was two minutes late. Well, to some people, that's a big dang, that's a deal breaker. So you're, you're early. You're not on time. You're not on time. You're early. Okay. Mm-hmm. So A, you're early. You're just not on time. Some of you are trying to be on time and you're late. And then you were disorganized. You didn't know anything about the school systems. And I used to have an attitude. Well, it's not my job. I'm not a guy. What do I know about schools? I, we, we, have, we have private schools. Our kids are in the public schools are so jacked up. Who cares? I want to know. You know what? They care. And you better lose the attitude. I had to lose my attitude and educate. It takes one hour to learn about your schools, to learn about GPAs, to learn about ratings. Just be a professional. Learn about HOAs. Learn about your community. Understand your community. Come on, man. And so victim or victor? Key salient point number four, you get to choose what you focus on. Focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Oh my gosh, I don't have money. I can't hire a general contractor for 25 hours. I don't even have the 1600 bucks to take the Harvard certification class. Stop it. Sell your couch, right? Sell that bad boy. You know, I don't know. What do you got to sell? Um, get rid of your TV. Save 100 bucks a month on cable. But I watch The Walking Dead. I watch Breaking Bad. I watch, I watch, I watch, uh, you know, uh, whatever. America, America's Idol or whatever it is, you know, America's got talent or Britain's got talent. Is any of that really gonna make a difference to your husband, your wife, your children? Lose all that. Ooh, there's my wife. Hey baby, how you doing? What are you bringing me? How are you? We're on Facebook Live, say hi to the world. Hi world. <laughs> I didn't hi, know. <laughs> That's 30 years of marriage right there and seven wow. kids and she still looks awesome. And she's, oh, we're matching. We both got turquoise on. <laughs> That's weird. You get old, you start wearing the same clothes. Let <laughs> me change your tank top. Anyway, so hold on. Coffee break. Ooh, it's hot. They even got my new little Caribbean coffee cups here. Look at that. Are you okay, still so in Puerto Rico? Deal. Yeah, I'm in Puerto Rico oh, right now. Goodness. I've already played 18 holes of golf. I got sunburned this morning. We're four hours ahead of the West Coast. Ah. So we're having a blast. But here's the deal. Man, dig deep. Stop being a victim. Step up. I mean, step up, man. Stick your chest out and, 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 and be proud and put your chin on the line. And so, again, if you want to have a good year, you got to have new thoughts. New thoughts give you new distinctions, new ideas, new revelations, and then it leads to new activities. Listen to me. Some of you love 2020. For some mortgage and real estate people, they made more money than they'd ever made before in their life. It was a great year. But for some of you, 2020 sucked. And I'm talking is, can I use that word? I know we're on Facebook Live. Is yeah, that absolutely, loud? yeah, that's fine. It sucked. It was, it was, it was something like, so here's the good thing about a new day has dawned, the darker the night's over. And the, 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 the you know, the, the sun shows up. In fact, you know that you're in a fun place when you wake up and you go, oh my gosh, I have to, 
well, I should be more organized here. I got to get a picture of that. So when I woke up to go golfing this morning at 6.30 a.m., that's 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 what I was looking out off my little patio, right? This is beautiful. The sun was coming up. But here's the deal. Time's a speedster. It takes its toll. Every day is the Super Bowl. Mm. And so, you know, days go by, weeks goes by. When it's Super Bowl Sunday, this is the zenith of an athlete's life. Few ever get there. And everything's in slow motion. They they show people warming up. They show them getting to the stadium. They show them stretching at the serious look on their face. And they are fully present. Like today means something. Like the carpe diem, seize the day, man. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And so guess what? People freaking step up and they, those wide receivers have never stretched so far to catch a thought. The, the linemen are crushing each other. This is a Super Bowl, man. What if you lived your life that way? Well, I don't know. That seems kind of extreme. Well, how do you like your life? See, most people are living to die. I'm always looking for people that are dying to live. Just mm. flipping around. Living to die, dying to live. The choice is yours. And so I want you to step up and do something great with your life. And so for me, you know, becoming a Christian, meeting the Lord when I was 19 changed my life. Meeting my wife at 24 changed my life. Having children will change your life. You know, and I think the, in real estate, that life-changing moment for me was in 1999. I had three homes in escrow, one backed out because the home inspection it scared them, spooked them. They're like, cancel, cancel. We don't even want to know. And then, um, and then another one backed out because the home didn't appraise. Another one backed out because the lender says, I know I told you I could do it, but the, the divorce papers, this wasn't what they said, and I can't do the loan. And I went, and, and I, I went from three in escrow being comfortable. I was selling 48 homes a year at that point. I would sell three or four homes every month, very normal, to nothing in escrow. It mm-hmm. was the end of June, and I realized if I, and then I got 4th of July, everyone's distracted. I might even sell a home till the middle of July, and if it takes 30 to 45 days to close, I may not be getting paid till September. And that was unacceptable to me. So out of my pain, there's a saying, if you're in hell, just don't stay there. So for me, I'm like, I got to borrow money from my brother again. I'm 34 years old. That is not good. I got to run up my credit cards again. No, enough is enough. So I, I like stepped up and I said, you know what? I will not this is not okay. I went to my wife. I said, honey, I am going to sell 30 homes in the next 30 days. Now, remember, I was pretty proud about selling 48 a year, 48 a year, but I'm comparing myself to everyone else and everyone else sells, you know, 30 a year, 40 a year, 50, the stars do 60, 70, 80 a year. I'm like, Hey, you know, I've only been at this four years. 48 is pretty good. I'm making 400,000 a year. It's pretty good. But guess what? I'm like, this sucks having nothing in escrow. So I said, you know, I'm not going to compare myself to everyone else. I had a lot of clients. I go, somehow, some way, I was crazy. I was nuts. And I said, I'm going to sell 30 homes in the next 30 days. I didn't have a team. It was just me. Wow. How many agents are happy in Canada? I know you guys are up in British Columbia and the Northwest and some people really all over the U.S. watching this. Happy to sell 30 homes in a year. You're happy. Let me tell you what. You got all day today. You wake up. At 10 a.m., right? 
you know, <laughs> hopefully you get up at seven and you got till tonight. And I said, honey, is it okay if I just burn it up for the month of July? I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll enjoy July 4th, but I'm going to work like a dog and I want to sell 30 homes this month. I am sick of, I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I've had it up to here. I, I've had enough of enough, the buffet of enough, man. I'm better than this. And so guess what I did? I told everybody, the, the secretary at Remax, I'm selling 30 homes this month. You watch, you watch, 30 homes, 30 days. I told the sales manager, Tim Yee. I told James O'Brien, the president of the company. I'm selling 30 homes in 30 days. And then I went to work. Now, new goals lead to new distinctions, new thoughts. How in the heck am I going to do that? I had no idea I was going to do that. And so guess what? Now I have this sense of urgency. Now I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to sell 30 homes in 30 days, when people say, what are you doing this week? Oh, I'm going to show some property, maybe do an open house Saturday, maybe do one Sunday too, hopefully get a listing appointment or two, hopefully uh, you know, show two or three buyers property this weekend, maybe write some offers, take a listing, blah, blah, maybe this, maybe that. Sounds pretty general to me. Mm. And there's this guy named Zig Ziglar. I love Zig Ziglar. I, I love him. And he says that you're either a wandering generality or a meaningful specific, mm. which is it? And I realized at that point, it's 34 years, I was living my life as a wandering generality, just general. I mean, how can you hit a goal you don't have? If you're an archerist or you shoot rifles or pistols and there's a target, if there's no target, you just, wow, I hit the side of a hill. Every shot looks great, right? But once there's a target, it's like, oh, I better think differently. And so I had this target, 30 homes in 30 days. So I go, well, hell, if I'm going to do that, I better be showing property every day. So all of a sudden, I had this sense of urgency. I got to show property today. And I, I came up with this thing. I don't know how or where, but the goal made me have a new thought. Today, somehow, somewhere, somebody's seeing something. I don't care if it's a halfplex, a duplex, a condo, a multi-million dollar house, an entry level, three bedroom, two bath, or a five bedroom, four bath, million dollar house that's 4,000 square feet or whatever. But today, somebody's going to see something. I work so hard to show property every day that guess what? That day, nobody wanted to go out. But the next day, two people went out. I got caught back up. The third day, nobody wanted to go out. But it worked so hard to show for someone. The fourth day, I showed property to four people. Now mm -hmm. I was ahead. Or the third day, I think I showed property to four people, whatever it was. All of a sudden, I started showing property to two or three buyers a day. I was showing property to four or five buyers on Saturday and four or five on Sunday. I think, well, how do you get all those clients open houses where you can't do it? It's COVID. Are you kidding? We're ripping up COVID compliant open houses right now. We do open house. We get 40, 50 people at the door. We serve them wine. We serve them coffee. We serve them hot chocolate. We have, uh, we have coffee bars set up. We have jackets. We have heaters. We make it fun. They have to, it's shown by appointment. It's not open. All the signs, they, we took the word open off it. Just as COVID compliant house. With an arrow, it doesn't say open. Few agents come and complain. It's not open, it doesn't say open on the sign. Look, the front door's locked, shown by appointment only. The signs actually say shown by appointment only and they're lined up at the door. So don't tell me you can't do an open house right now. We're killing it, stop it. And so guess what, that month I failed. Remember I talked about failure. I started my talk with failure. Guess what happened? I didn't sell 30 homes in 30 days. I put my chin out there and I choked. I blew it. 
Now, my record prior to that goal was selling seven homes in a month. How many of you in the last 30 days, if you had closed on seven sales and got paid seven big fat commission checks, and if you're in an area where the commissions are 10 grand, say, that's $70,000. Maybe you spent 5,000 on marketing and 5,000 on some other things. You net 60,000 in a month. How many of you like, I'm awesome. Well, I was feeling pretty proud of that too. Then I kind of settled down into three to four because seven, yeah, did that, you know, last year, never again since. But then I set this new goal, John. And I said, 30 homes, 30 days, baby. Didn't hit the goal. In fact, I, I really choked. I only sold 14. But I doubled my all-time record. And, and this was a while ago, home prices weren't as high, but it's the first time in my career I'd ever made $100,000 in a month, in a month. Now, some people be thrilled to make 100000 a month now, almost 20 years later. Mm -hmm. In fact, that was 1999. So yeah, 20 plus years later, you'd love to have 100000 a month. I did that back then with when homes were selling for, in fact, here's a funny thing. I did entry level homes, three bedroom, two bath for the first two years. And every home I sold was $58,000 to $68,000. I did a few higher-end properties at $88,000, $94,000. That was 24 years ago in California. And I remember when I was holding the open houses at $88,000 and $94,000, neighbors come over all mad. Oh, my gosh, who would pay $88,000 in California for a three? Those stupid San Francisco Bay Area buyers come to Sacramento, drive our prices up. Those Californians coming to Idaho, driving the And they were all indignant about $88,000 and $95,000. But guess what? Two years later, I finally broke into the luxury high-end I sold a home on two acres. It was a four bedroom, three bath pool, even had a little place for a horse. It was the luxury high-end market. And I broke into it, $128,000. My <laughs> first sale over a hundred grand. Woohoo! I'm in the big leagues, baby. And so guess what happened? I started selling homes over a hundred thousand, but here by 1999, I had this month. And guess what? What became normal was to sell six, seven a.m. to sell four or five homes in a weekend. You got to stretch yourself. I don't know if I could do it. Listen to me. When your 10 year old goes, dad, I can't do it. What do you say to him? Yeah, you're right. Sit on the bench. Once you stay home, you're right. You can't clean your room. You can't, you can't fix a flat tire. You're right. You can't learn math, you dummy. You, yeah, you can't. Your dad, none of, none of the girls like me. I went to the dance. Yep, you're ugly. <laughs> we don't say that to our daughter. When your daughter says, well, nobody likes me. I'm not popular at school. I'm, I'm depressed. We say, honey, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're going to have a great life. You're going to be freaking amazing. Well, that's me talking to you right now. You may be 60 something years old, but you're still like a duck on 14 year old going, nobody likes me. I can't be John. So I looked at him. He looks like he walks out of Nordstrom's. He looks like he, <laughs> he he's an attractive, well-dressed, grim guy. The, there's me. This is me at a funeral. I, I wear polo shirts and a pair of jeans. I don't wear ties. I go on multi-million dollar listing appointments wearing, uh, I might go to dark blue kind of, or black kind of formal. I get formal. I put on a black polo shirt and I still wear jeans and a pair of tennis shoes. Just me, just saying. But everyone be you with authenticity. Can you, here's your day. You can't fake authenticity. Mm. The reason I've done well is I freaking went for it, man. Quit holding yourself back. 
lean into it. I have failed. You, you know why I'm on a Zoom? You know why he's talking to me and not you? Because here's the deal. I've failed more than everybody on the Zoom. How many people are on the Zoom right now? 98. 98. I've failed more than all 90. I mean, I have I've failed at listings, failed at buyers, failed at radio, failed at door knocking, failed at Google AdWords, fail, 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 fail. I tried so much, do this, do this, this, but I'm always going and going. I'll say, bam, whoa. The third time I tried radio, it worked. And I would carry 18 to 28 listings all wow. the time, handpicked, cherry picked at the right prices with clients who were sweet and nice and said, please and thank you. And we're so grateful to have you. I had buyers that would come into town saying, we have to buy a home this weekend for $900,000. We're paying cash. We're so sorry to pressure you, but you must find us a house by Sunday for $900,000. We are so sorry. How do you want that buyer? that motivated buyer or the one who says it may take a year or two we are going to look at a hundred houses before we decide and then the guy's an engineer and he's looking at the pitch in the driveway i had a guy do that one time and the house was perfect everything was perfect and he passed on the house because of the pitch in the driveway was at too much of an incline for his fifth wheel i said dude you have a you're 28 you have a fifth wheel at 28 is no but when i retire at 68 i'll have a fifth wheel and then backing it down this thing he was already thinking about the fifth wheel he's an engineer that he was going to buy in 40 years when he retired and backing it down that driveway was going to be oh my gosh so i made a rule back then a i don't sell homes to engineers they drive me crazy <laughs> B, just a personal preference. You can't scream people. You can't, that's not nice. Oh, I did. <laughs> and then B, attorneys. If they're attorneys, they can sue you for fun. Never been sued in my life. And I did. I totally, I'm like, I'm like a doggone bad person. If I meet an attorney, I'm like, call Century 21. Not interested. Enge engineers and attorneys. But here's, I'm just teasing, but not really. But so I just... I want to encourage you step up. And so another key salient point, I think I said it earlier, to choose what you focus on. If you're depressed, it's because you're thinking about what's going on bad in your life right now. You're, you're sad that you're sad because you're feeling sad. Stop it. Think about what's good. Be grateful. The air you breathe, the, the, the snow that's falling right now, depending upon where you are, the, the trees, I don't know what you can find to be thankful for. Your grandpa, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, a friend. Go help someone. Go serve down to Salvation Army, Goodwill. Um, go, go help somebody. Some, look, write this down. Everyone write this down. Key, another key salient point. This is really important for you to get. Everybody struggles. We love the Cinderella story. Out of the ashes, Paris Hilton didn't struggle. She's a what? An heiress to the Hilton fortune. She's in the social, you know, media and, and she's a train wreck, right? I mean, years ago, I don't know where she, some of you don't know who she is, but we don't respect that. But we respect the guy or the gal who pulls himself up by the bootstraps and makes it happen and pays the price. I could get in here and do all this because I've leaned into it for a long time and you become stronger and stronger and stronger. So again, you get to choose what you focus on. Focus on where you're going, not where you've been. In your car, the windshield's huge. The rear view mirror's small. It can fit in your hand. You kind of adjust that little thing. Why? Because you should spend more time looking where you're going than behind you. Because you look behind you, you're going to run into a tree or a pole or crash the car. 
Focus on where you're going. Don't beat yourself up. You are beautiful. You're amazing. You were created in the image of God. I believe that. Okay, fine. If you don't believe it, meditate. Think whatever special thing you can think about you. But I believe that you are endowed with the seeds of greatness. As, as our founders of the United States said, and no, they were not perfect people, but they set up one awesome nation. I'm proud to be an American. And so there you were endowed with this. Everybody's important. Everybody has liberties and freedoms. Now, some of that's being taken away, but we need to fight and restore all that. But here's the deal. Personal responsibility. It is not Wall Street's problem. It's not Biden. It's not Trump. It's not the Democrats. It's not the Republicans. Stop. I mean, today's a big day. Some crazy stuff's going to go down. But you know what? Bill Clinton was in office and people prospered and people struggled. Reagan was in office. People prospered. People struggled. Uh, Bush, Trump, uh, Obama, Biden, Kamala Harris. You know, vote. Put whoever you believe should be there there. But then get on with your life. Because guess what? They're not going to do a thing for your pizza business, your real estate business, your your architectural firm, your law firm, whatever you do, man. You get out there and you go for it. So, again, victim or victor, the choice is yours. You must stretch yourself. And just some, um, let me keep an eye on the clock, some final thoughts as we go here today. I think I only have like two minutes left. Am I doing okay, Johnny? You're doing great, Brent. We appreciate it. We will end with this. Hunger is your biggest asset. Man, I hope you want it bad. I hope you want to change. If you, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again and again, expecting a different result. You cannot do what you did last year. No, no, last year was great. I made a lot of money. Listen to me. There's more to life than money. Hmm. My word for last year was no. I didn't buy a house. I didn't buy a car. I didn't buy a watch. I didn't buy anything. I I stopped going out to eat. I lost 60 pounds. I started saying, I denied myself. Now you're, you, maybe you need to say yes. I don't know. Pick a word and get on with it. But hunger is your biggest asset. And 80, 80% of the chokehold in your business is your mental, is your psychology, is what's going on. You're, you, you, you are the solution. You are your greatest asset. And you're also the biggest problem. You are the roadblock. You are your greatest adversary. I can't do it. I'm going to quit. I'm going to give up. No, fight through it. Again, I said it earlier. Everybody struggles. Quit feeling sorry for yourself because you struggle. I go to marriage counseling even now. I got a text from my wife. Hey, next week we're meeting with our marriage counselor. Wow. You've been married 30 years. Isn't your marriage perfect? It's a good marriage. But good is the enemy of great. I want a great marriage. I want my wife to be even more excited about me. I want to be even more excited. So we work on it. Tiger Woods has a swing coach. He's pretty good. Bill Mickelson, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant, God bless him, rest in peace. He had shooting coaches and dribbling coaches. Everybody, tennis, golf, soccer, racing. I don't care who you are. If you're at the top of your game, you have coaches for everything. So I'm going to end with this. Proximity is power. And I want you to go to this. In March, Tony Robbins is doing his uh, Unleash the Power Within, UPW. It's virtual. It's Look it up. Google it. Unleash the Power Within. It's a virtual. We used to have to fly there, drive there, get hotels, pay for food. It would cost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to go, but 10,000 people would show up. And you got to ask yourself, who's doing stuff in America where 10,000 people show up to hear him? 
and he'll start at nine in the morning and go till midnight, maybe even one or two in the morning. It's like, all right, that's extreme. 12, 15 hour days. Yep. And it'll change your life. Again, if you take yesterday's baggage into tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be just like yesterday. You must win the battle here between these two ears. The one who says, remembers what was said to you by your aunt, your uncle, your mom, your dad, one of your friends from high school, you're fat, you're ugly, you need glasses, you have train track, railroad teeth from your braces, you'll never amount to anything, you can't sing, you can't pray, you're this, you're that, and you're holding on to that. Let it go. You got to kind of heal yourself. And so I'm not saying Tony Robbins is Jesus Christ or the Dalai Lama or whatever your faith is, right? But what I am saying is he will help you greatly. And I'm begging you. I don't get paid. Go there on your own, whatever. It's going to cost you six, 700 bucks to go. But it is like four days, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then there's a bonus section on health on Sunday. I skipped that session four years ago and I needed to lose a lot of weight. And I'm like, I don't have time for that health. Who needs health? Mm. So I love you guys. Hopefully you got something out of this. Go to UPW in March. It's virtual from your home. All the meals are gluten-free, prepared just the way you like them out of your refrigerator. There's never a line for the bathroom that's 40, 50, 60 people out. You're going to love it. My wife and I will be there because, well, how many times have you been? Three times. Well, aren't you smart? No, I don't have it all down. I'm a student of life. I'm a student of real estate. I study how to be a good dad. I read books on parenting, on, on, on my marriage relationships, on business. Most people, it's just business, 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 and they wonder why they get divorced. They wonder why they're not fulfilled. I will see you at Tony Robbins in March for you, not for me. I don't make a dime. I'm begging you to go. I want you to get a hold of this because this gives you a great relationships in your life, helps you sell and do well in whatever business you're in. Hopefully it's real estate. Anyways, thanks for being on everybody. Much Thank love you. from the Caribbean. Johnny, I respect this man. He's an amazing leader. If you're here and you don't know about eXp, reach out to John. If you have a dear friend who's in eXp, reach out to them. But whoever's been talking to you about eXp, talk to them, learn more. Thanks, John, for having me on today. We love you, Brent. Thank you so much today.